So Akanksha, what are we talking about today? We're talking about conflict resolution. Are you in a position to advise people because as far as I know <laughs> you fought with me yesterday. I believe that you know conflicts are a part of every relationship and conflicts are important and there would be no stage in the relationship even after months and years where there there would be no conflicts. Conflicts are inevitable. It's something we'll have to deal with in every type of relationship not even just romantic relationships. The number one thing which is most required for a healthy relationship are not date nights. It's not the amazing sex that we've heard. It's very important. It's actually conflict resolution. Conflict delayed is conflict multiplied. What is the first thing which comes into your mind when you when we think about conflict? Most relationships don't die with one blow. They die with a thousand cuts. Wow, that's bank account. I love it. What's up guys hope you are well welcome to another episode at impossible love podcast where we make love possible so akanksha what are we talking about today we're talking about conflict resolution are you in a position to advise people because as far as i know <laughs> you fought with me yesterday yeah, and we are still kind of the resolution hasn't happened as of now we're on a break but then work comes first so. right appreciate that <laughs> yeah yes yeah, so what do you want to start with Let's first start with why are we covering this topic? Yes. So <laughs> I I believe that you know conflicts are a part of every relationship and conflicts are important and there would be no stage in the relationship even after months and years where there there would be no conflicts. Fact of the matter is at different stages we are we are literally different, right? right? So new things come up. Uh, I remember there was this time when I we literally had a fight over this fact that you know I asked you that you know where do you bring up new topics from <laughs> So I think we're trying to say that conflicts are inevitable it's something we'll have to deal with in every type of relationship not even just romantic relationships so we should be focusing in not avoiding conflicts but conflict management should be the priority in fact there was a study conducted by the gottman institute john and julie gottman who are relationship experts and they found out the number one the number one thing which is most required for a healthy relationship are not date nights it's not the amazing sex that we've heard it's very important it's actually conflict resolution which like leads to a, a healthy relationship that's the number one skill that is yes it's there. right it's never about the conflict it's always about the resolution whether the yeah. resolution has happened or not and whether the resolution is permanent or not so yes that's why and you know all of us go through fights and you know it's a part of all human relationships so right. lot of you guys listening to it this would actually help you improve other human relationships also with your parents with your friends but we are going to focus on your loved ones yes yes your friends and family are also your loved ones so we are specifically talking about your partner your love interest your do or die yeah their love interest so what is the first thing which comes into your mind when we when we think about conflict see our human brain is wired for instant gratification right right so we don't like delayed gratification Mm. we want things to be peaceful right now things to be happy right now so when whenever there's a conflict we think it's something bad and lot of people spend their time avoiding these conflicts which is a which is a big issue right why do we think this conflict is the devil like why why were we raised and why is it like our innate nature to avoid conflict number one reason is that it is unpleasant right 
another reason is most people don't know how to fight I mean, right i'm not ta- talking like... i'm not talking about physical com- combat but a yeah. lot of times the issue escalates and it right. worsens yeah. and that's what we are going to discuss in a bit i think it's often if you like dive deeper into it and get a slightly more serious i think maybe like it stems from like an early childhood trauma where maybe you've seen your parents fighting and you've often seen like there wasn't any resolution or there was like physical or verbal abuse so which you know changed your narrative about fighting and conflicts from a very young age right that is there so if you if someone has grown up in a house where there were conflicts conflicts are there for sure yes but there was no resolution yeah you might have grown up thinking and believing that resolutions can't happen yeah like or actual resolutions can't happen these things can ha- happen just in movies or yeah. stuff like that but can't happen re- in real life yeah, so the preconceived notion that you know things can never get better is not the way of living right. or it's not the way of taking your relationship forward i think we've all heard that how kids you know don't listen by like if you tell them something they what they learn is through observing and when little babies if they observe their parents fighting in a really negative way because i mean it's not we can't even blame them i think we weren't ever taught like there was no class in school or college which taught you how to fight with your friends or your family or your loved ones and they see and they saw that as a very unpleasant experience like you just said it, they saw it something as bad they saw one of their parents getting hurt and you know that's why they think oh my god if when i get into relationship with someone or if i'm getting married I'm not going to fight like we sort of think that if we fight with our partner this is not love like true love means that there is no fighting which is obviously not true right this is a great pointer children don't listen to you they observe you hmm. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it from me i guess the quote no. yeah this is this is like, correct because a lot of times children are told that you know fights are not a good thing yeah conflict is not a good thing yeah so a lot of times children grow up thinking that it's not a good thing and uh, they keep on avoiding it and if you keep on avoiding conflicts for too long you'll end up bitter for the person you love please and say your favorite quote right now which one i have multiple <laughs> ones <laughs> conflict delayed is conflict multiplied yeah that 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 was something which i was going to talk about in a <laughs> in a minute so yeah. conflict delayed is conflict multiplied why because for example th- this this something which happens right you don't talk about it for right. a while for a few weeks few days few weeks now that rec- that small thing which could have been fixed turns into resentment right resentment turns into bitterness in lot of times this becomes a habit right so once it this becomes a habit literally we end up avoiding everything we start mm. avoiding everything mm. and th- this leads to the relationship death via a thousand cuts most relationships <laughs> yeah. don't die via thousand cuts sorry most <laughs> most relationships don't die with one blow they die with a thousand cuts wow that's a banger quote i love it you have heard this for the fourth time on this <laughs> podcast itself yeah. but i appreciate so, it yeah. so okay, why do you think conflicts are necessary see conflicts are necessary because i'll use another quote here this is a new one show me a relationship without conflict and i'll show you two bitter people show me a relationship without conflict and i'll show you tyranny show me a relationship without conflict and i'll show you infidelity wow i mean this is a very serious topic but i just can't stop laughing you have been laughing <laughs> laughing since past 30 minutes please tell me why are you laughing i think because we were working while i think it's so ironical that we had a fight and we talking about conflict um, resolution 
Yeah. I'll actually talk about that also that you know over time you should be reaching a level where you are not your professional life is not getting hurt. Yes. So um we just spoke about how conflict is necessary. I think we can talk through experience that the amount of fights we've had and after every fight I used to be like oh my god like how much do we fight to the point I thought like I feel like I was like walking around eggshells you know around you because I was like like what do I do I just want to like stop fighting because at this time I think we were so young and we didn't again have the skills or the tools to know how to communicate and how to fight that it ended up in like several ones which was like it took a toll on a relationship at one point of time because i think we were sick of fighting and if i see our growth from then till now it's been amazing right that's good <laughs> guys so you can actually listen to our advices we practice <laughs> what we preach that's that's true so um let's talk about essentials of conflict resolution yes so first essential for conflict resolution is believing that things can improve right your partner can improve you can improve the relationship can get, get better right. i have seen so many specifically women right. whenever i have consulted women in relation to this literally lot of times they have this mindset where they think that things can never never be fixed but i personally believe in all of those cases things haven't been the partner hasn't been given a chance through right communication right right communication timelines and all these things which we would discuss in a bit but that is what so step number 1 is believing that things can get better right. if you don't believe it see thoughts lead to beliefs beliefs lead to actions and actions dictate to results so if you if your thoughts are such that things can never get better right. and this is very co- common and prevalent amongst people who are already married Right. because they start feeling stuck and they start believing that things can never get better if right. you believe that your actions would wouldn't be aligned with that and again results would would not be aligned with that i think you completely right if there is a genuine willingness i think there is no a problem which is not have a re- resolution i remember like um one of my friends parents they went they were going through a divorce and they went to um a marriage counselor and the first thing the marriage counselor asked them is are both of you willing to resolve this and the my like the auntie said no right. like no and then she's like i can't help you like if there is no genuine and like you know they got up and they left their office because if the one person has given up and they think they don't want to be in this relationship the no amount of like then this podcast won't help you this like we're assuming that you want to make it work and it's a skill it's something you you want to learn otherwise like if you think that there is no solution and i don't want to be with this person then it's it's not for you like you know there should be a genuine willingness that yes there could be a resolution and talking from experience there is a solution to everything if you wanted to 100% yeah. there's a solution for hun- everything yes there would be some cases where you are maybe you are either not communicating properly not yeah. articulating properly or the other side your partner does not want to make a change that is yeah. also there that is possible but in most cases where both parties are willing to improve for the relationship and build the relationship brick by brick that can change the game that's so true um i often also feel like you know sometimes when i think i've done that a lot of us have done that like when we are fighting with a partner rather than resolving the fight between the two people we go call up our friends or we like you know involve family like you won't believe what he did and you know what he said to me and like i can't believe this is happening with me like you know we constantly need social proof and like a friend obviously cuz she doesn't know like your side of the story like the second 
side of the story and they would obviously like you know conform to what you're saying like they would always be like oh my god you're right and the person is wrong i think you should break up so i think rather than focusing on solving the problem between two people like we need social proof from outside yes this is a great concept there there's always a third story to everything right. there would be your side yeah there would be my side and there would be the actual truth right right so if you are a friend advising your friend think that your friend is agitated right now yeah. is in that emotional state right now and your friend might be you know showing that th- their partner is a villain but right. in actuality that's just one side of the story right. so think about the third story also think about the third story when you are solving your own fights answer is always in the gray area in the middle ground right like for example like somehow when i shared with my friends it has always worked because i feel like i've always told them your side of the story as well like i've always given them a very real objective view of what is happening and luckily i've been blessed with such great friends they always like gave me the right advice and it's always worked in our favor but sometimes when a, when a third person doesn't really know what's happening between two people like and if you take that person's advice it might like counter you know your fight and it might not be that great also a lot of us have this proclivity that we literally we literally talk about the negative stuff while yeah. fighting when things are good we, we don't discuss it with our friends so yeah. our friends end up believing that oh my god this person is the villain of their life why yeah. is my friend still with that with person, that person chances yeah. are you don't know the full story especially girls are so protective about their girlfriends i also want to talk about you know we all know this one person who will always call you for advice when something goes wrong but will never take it they they will always do what they want to do and like they listen to you they like tell me what what should i do but in the end like they're going to do what they really feel like what do we do with such friends so these friends are actually not looking for advice they yeah. are just they, they just want to feel heard right? right so that is the difference although yeah. they frame it in a way that the other person is also interested yeah so you will only feel interested in the situation when you are supposed to give advice yeah. right you can't just be the listener so that's why they do it subconsciously true i think we can only guide someone who's emotionally regulated and is in the headspace to like listen to you and like take your word on it otherwise you're right like they just want to listen i think and it's up to you for how long you want to listen to them definitely that is there next is next essential for conflict resolution would be essentially understanding the difference between finding a middle ground right. and compromise mm. middle ground is where you are creating a win win situation not a win lose situation most people in their head heads think that if they are doing something for the relationship they are losing they are compromising right. right so that is a that is a wrong way of life having positive sum mentality is what is needed that means i can also win you can also win right. from the same fight also right. right so that's something which we should be keeping in mind think about the middle ground and replace the word compromise if you mm. keep on using the word compromise in every fight although in actuality it's a middle ground yeah you would get you, your brain would end up believing that you know oh my god mm. i'm compromising all the time yeah. but often it's a middle ground it's a solution it's an agreement it's not something that you know you have to give up like compromise i feel like is the wrong word when we thinking about how to solve conflicts like your happiness is equally important and so is your partner's happiness so we need to find a middle ground like you just said also compromise is a word which lacks ownership Right. right because if you are compromising for the relationship also in a way i'm using the word compromise right if you are doing something for the relationship that's because you care about the relationship so maybe start having ownership for that but again if it becomes like totally one sided 
then it's a different story right what is the next essential for conflict next is uh, keeping your word right mm. we have a fight we discuss and you know this is the thing which has changed our relationship yeah. that whatever we fight over and then we discuss it we end up keeping keeping our word that you know okay i'll do this i'll do my part you do mine so this leads to a lot of positivity in future conflicts right because as a matter of fact see us sitting with each other we know that whenever we sort it out it would be sorted permanently right. so keeping your word is very important because if today just for the resolution you say something but you don't apply it then the whole concept of conflict resolution becomes a sham right next is thinking that things would get resolved in one day mm. i would specifically want to talk about this because since we are discussing this in detail lot of you lot of people watching might be like that you know let's sort it out yeah. but chances are that there have been a lot of cuts on your relationship already so start with the first cut start right. with the highest priority cut mm. or maybe start with the low 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 hanging fr fruit which mm. can be fixed mm. so that you and your partner both see that you know okay this things can get better right right so that can change the game and last but not the least establish timelines yesterday only i was consulting someone by the way fact of the matter is i do not consult people professionally when it comes to relationships uh, someone yeah. so mom's friend was asking advice oh. so she's like 50 years old <laughs> so she She, okay so it's a it's a bit of an emotional story emotional story in the sense that you know she was like that i feel cheated in the relationship then i asked her why and all that stuff then she was like that you know whenever i bring up my problems my husband says that i i'll just give me 6 months things would be sorted right and she yeah. was like this has happened multiple times yeah then i told her that you know maybe you can improve it in future whenever you bring up the same thing give yourself a date give your partner a date and because in the end if things are vague things won't get resolved 6 months is a very random it's thing very, maybe you yeah. forget after 6 months yeah. and then that those maybe that comes back after 6 years but that would be conflict delayed conflict multiplied yeah. you'll be resentful maybe the, tr the person is trying to diffuse the feelings like in a while like like you just said in 6 months a person will just forget about it and like we'll move on with the life like nothing ever happened yes but again that's not possible it's just like building so much resentment inside you and your partners Yes, yeah. give your partner yeah. a realistic timeline. Yeah. Give yourself a date that you know I'll discuss this again. Yeah. Right. It has to start with you having clarity as to what do you want in future, and clarity starts with dates can actually help a lot. There's yeah. this law called Parkinson's law. So simple example for Parkinson's law would be if you give your house thirty days to be cleaned, it would be cleaned in thirty days. If you yeah. give your house three days to be cleaned. it would be cleaned in 30 days 3 days sorry yeah, yeah it would be cleaned in 3 days guys not 30 days that's a great analogy and you know i just read this somewhere or i heard it i don't remember and it said that how often times our story can be the source of our own misery like the story we tell ourselves or oh, like there's no solution like you know if i fight with my boyfriend or girlfriend like you know like you know you have this victim mentality that it's all their fault and there is no solution i'm always picking the bad people like you know i'm always attracted to certain people like and i read this somewhere which said that knowing your feelings won't change the facts but knowing the facts is going to change your feelings and that is going to change your experience so like let me explain like if you had a fight with your boyfriend and the boyfriend doesn't call you for like a day or something we autom automatically start assuming that he doesn't like he doesn't love me anymore he wants to break up with me i i guess i should just call it quits he hasn't called me over like 24 hours this is insane but like we don't take into perspective that maybe like you know this is his way of fighting like he maybe wants to like 
sleep over what happened like you know he wants to think it through or maybe he was actually having a really rough day and you know so he was like battling like multiple things and it's not all about that just one single fight and if he like you know maybe give some time off to a partner and then communicate in a in a respectful way we'll know that you know like like if I, for example if I fought, if I fought with you and you didn't call me for a day and if I ask you like why haven't you to tell me that you know you had a difficult day at work so that just changes my experience that it's not that you don't love me anymore you just had a difficult time at work and you want to like you know think it through and then come back with a solution and talk to me this is a great point most of the people when they are fighting what they essentially do is they think that the partner must be having fun without yeah. me yeah and you know they keep on getting frustrated yeah for this i would like to talk about a concept which is called occam's uh, razor occam's razor simplest simply says that you know anything that just find the simplest answer right. lot of times our mind gets complex for example both parties fight and the partner does not message for 3 days the other partner might end up thinking that okay this person might be talking to someone else this person might have downloaded tinder or whatever yeah. right especially in long distance relationships think about the simplest answer the simplest answer would essentially be that your partner is equally affected of course yeah. so you know keep that in mind and that can also help apart from that another concept i would like to talk about is hanlon's razor mm mm-hmm. which simply says that if anything can be explained with stupidity do not explain it with malice right uh, one example for that would be if i'm fighting with you and i know you are pissed mm. but i am also pissed yeah I, i would try to intentionally show that you know i'm having fun so that you get more pissed mm. or maybe i would try to intentionally show that you know something is up in my life yeah so that you know just to irritate you more so that's <laughs> another thing which can happen i that's, used to do that yeah, that's true i also feel like we should like be more reflective on how we talk to ourselves like you know are we always playing the victim like i'm always wronged rather than telling myself that maybe i should set some clear boundaries like you know this is difference in being like a victim and then like taking ownership and be like i need to set the right boundaries so that this doesn't happen again or like you get it like yes. yeah definitely this is a great pointer because victim mentality does not help anyone yeah because it is just putting you in a bigger ditch yeah if things are that bad as bad as you think then maybe think about other options think about harsher options maybe leaving the relationship yeah right victim mentality comes with lack of ownership right you again short term it might make you feel better but long term it won't improve anything in the relationship yeah. and the bad habits you get from this relationship that is lack of ownership that might translate to other areas of your life and future relationships which can mess things up i agree and i think uh, we always like feel like like you know we always think that we need to change our habits and like i feel like but we don't get it that it's our thoughts which dictate a habit so first we need to change our thoughts we need to change our mindset and automatically habits will be changed you literally copied what i just said in, no. thoughts <laughs> beliefs actions results <laughs> anyway you can point. use it it's okay it's okay you can use so it i just framed it in a different right. way cuz i still wanted to say it so i'm reading uh, this book eight rules of love by my favorite jay shetty and um while i was reading it i came across three fighting styles right. i never thought and i've heard of love languages communication styles and i never thought i'm going to come across something as fighting styles which was quite interesting so it starts with the winter so what is a winter winter someone who's very solution oriented they want to like talk about it right now like find a solution right away they're going to like you know sometimes 
this leads to the partner being feeling very overwhelmed with amount of like the person is saying like you know to talk it right now we can't go to the bed angry and there's so much like you know this thing happening so that would be the winter second is the hider so hider is someone like who's like time out i need a break like i can't talk about i can't talk about this right now or like they would go silent in an argument or they like they would leave the room because they want to like think things through and the third one is the exploder so now this is a dangerous one like when you have no control over your emotions you get really aggressive and you like it's all your fault and you always do this you might be abusive and like in this case you genuinely need help like some maybe professional intervention like maybe like anger management is required cuz this type of fighting style can totally take a toll in your relationship don't worry i have strategies for exploders because <laughs> i was a big time exploder i was just about to ask you that we have never spoken about what is our fighting style so i think ours has changed so okay let's like so what let's, is yours mine i think i was a winter and right now, now i've become a hider right and you were can i say it exploder yeah yeah yeah, yeah so <laughs> another thing which i would like to add here one thing is which is very interesting is that there are these people who i'm pretty sure the fighting styles you are talking about are the ones which are the natural fighting styles yeah there are these people specifically narcissistic people whenever where they make a mistake yeah they become the fake explorers right oh. they start acting like it's totally that other person's fault yeah. just as a compensatory mechanism just as a mechanism of fighting and yeah. maybe someone can be a fake hider also for example i know i have lied to you right yeah. you confront me now i have two options either make up a fake story or maybe hide for now yeah. then use my time to maybe build that story up yeah. or maybe just avoiding it yeah i totally like never use hiding as a technique to like you know cover for your mistakes like this is difference when you need time to like process things versus when you want the things to diffuse and like not like not talk about it another thing which i would like to add is that there are a, a, are a lot of partners who are both hiders hiders in the sense that both together come together and hide the dispute right mm. for example i'll give you a simple example we are fighting over something yeah and literally instead of solving it i ask you out that you know maybe let's go for a drink mm. we go out we party we sleep we forget yeah now what has happened one cut to the relationship yeah the i'm referencing death by a thousand cuts <laughs> yeah. so that is what so one cut to the relationship and over time what happens is that there are so many small cuts that in future you can't even solve them because they are petty issues right. but thousand petty issues it's a big big deal mm. right so keep that in mind uh, so even if you guys guys have small issues sort them as soon as possible because conflict delayed is conflict multiplied right so don't sleep over it yes sleeping over it for one night is fine but don't literally sleep over it and forget it yeah. because over time one of the partners or even both partners might become super resentful mm. and start hating each other or start feeling that start getting that feeling of contempt that that is contempt according to me is the worst feeling for your partner that means you thinking that the partner does, your partner does not deserve any respect or does not have any value right i honestly feel like never go to bed angry is the worst relationship advice i've ever heard like like how you're saying don't forget about don't try to like brush it on the carpet but like like how the winter fights like you know, let's find a solution right now it i think it's not the best approach to conflict resolution like you can like you know think it through because i think it's um great to talk about a problem when the emotions aren't too high definitely i think it's a it's for people who are 
who know each other completely yeah. that wise that you know sorted out before you guys sleep yeah it's applicable only for people who know each other completely who are totally calm and who have full control of their emotions that right. is not 90 90% of us i would like rather sleep over it yeah. rather being being the exploder good <laughs> so now i think we've covered most of why we like think conflict is bad and is a devil like let's let's go on to like the actionable tips like which we can use our listeners can use in order to like improve their skills according to me step number 1 is segregation mm. that means understanding the trigger right versus the root cause right so a lot of times so this used to happen with me root cause of my problem used to be something else then i i used to ignore the root cause yeah. then triggers used to be something very pity i used to blast over the pity stuff which was the trigger so yeah. first thing is ask yourself what is ticking you mm. what is actually ticking you understand the difference between the trigger and understand the difference between the root cause focus on the root cause yeah because sorting the trigger out won't solve your issues right. and if you are the partner and if your partner is not able to articulate well ask yourself what could be the trigger and what could be the root cause right a right? lot of times these triggers are pity and you know if someone does not know how to articulate it well they just keep on exploding over the triggers and the other partner keeps on believe starts believing that my partner is you know there's something wrong with my partner right. that is because maybe there's some root cause issue which is not hmm. being solved hmm. that's right the most uh, important like actionable tip that i've learned over time is to always like have a long term view versus having the short term view like if you are fighting i feel like i start thinking like like as i doing that like you know like a few years earlier that what like what sort of relationship do i want with yash in the future do i see him like as my future partner do i see him as my husband or do i want like or should it or do i want like want to just get rid of this relationship obviously was the first thing i yeah. saw you as my partner so i think once you see that you want to make this relationship work and it's so important to you you don't be like i need to show my boyfriend or girlfriend their place like you know I, i need to teach them a lesson like you would rather have this long term thinking that okay let's set like a future date and time and we'll resolve the the problem like then like you know rather than just exploding and like attacking the person i think we're often just taught extremes like either don't fight or show the person their place yeah so it's basically you know lot of us have this win loss mental mentality and short term all of us have this mindset that you know i need to win this argument i need Stole to my point i need to win this fight <laughs> right i got i got the point from you only right now <laughs> so you know it came from your point only so basically the goal is that you know i want to win but if you are winning and your partner is losing your relationship is losing in yeah. the end your goal should be you are winning and the yeah. partner is winning because that's only when the relationship will win if either of the party loses that means both of you guys are losing, losing right yeah. so think about how to fix it so that it is not repeated so don't think about the past right. think about the future do you think it's so ironic that for the first few months we trying to like win our partner and then the following few months we trying that that they lose like why would we want our partners to ever lose it's like it should be a win win thing for the both of you yes guys have positive some mentality she can also win i can also win but this time i was right yeah okay which is your next, next actionable is, tip next is understand the difference between deed and the person 
okay. if some someone fucks up we think this person is fucked up right we don't think about that just one just one deed and we forget all the good stuff right, right. which you just talked about so understand the deed versus the person lot of times while fighting what people do is tu to hai aisa Mm. you are like this only yeah you are a fucked up person yeah that is where most issues get worsened and that is why people get scared of conflicts and fights right yeah Se- step number one should be segregating the difference between deed and the person mm. and solution for that is this xyz theory okay so this is how you articulate guys who are who, who are not good at articulation no okay. i did not make it there's this book called emotional intelligence by okay. daniel goleman great book yeah so xyz is X means you tell that person mm. that this is what you did. X means this is what you did. Yeah. Y means this is how what I felt. Mm. Z is next time do this, right? Okay. So basically, yeah. if we are fighting instead of saying you are a fucked up person, I would say that you know this is what you did, this is how I felt, and this is what I want you to do next time, and this would sort most of the things out. That's right? amazing. Actually, I have another version of this, which I think I just thought. I feel like rather than saying that you're always screaming when we're fighting, and if you communicate like, you know, I think we need to talk about this in a more calmer manner. In this way, like your partner does not feel attacked. It's not you versus me. It's like it's it's a we problem. Yes. Yeah. So similar. So you know, this X Y Z. You, if you want to use this framework, that's well and good. Yeah. Would you like to put the X Y Z frame framework in in an actual sentence for me? No, you do that for me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So uh, okay. So let me try articulating it. Okay. You said this to me. Yeah. I felt bad. Yeah. I felt hurt. Yeah. Or I felt disrespected. Yeah. Next time, please don't say this to me. Next time, say yeah. that in nicer words. I think that's that a very sense. sweet approach. Yeah. Have you implemented that? <laughs> Not yet, but I will someday. <laughs> but I think I have I have control over my words. What do you think? Yeah, definitely. My next actionable tip is: it's so important to reflect rather than react. Like you know, let's reflect upon like what has happened versus like you know, just like speaking like. bad words to your partner or like hitting them below the belt because in the end like you love this person in the in this moment when you're feeling angry you don't want to say something bad which is so hurtful for the person that it stays in their mind for months and years to come so that rather than being reactive it's important to be reflective right next is my next pointer is fundamental attribution error okay sorry so for bringing this heavy word but <laughs> in simple terms it is uh, it is double standards mm if you are late hmm. i would think that oh my god she's always late hmm. if i am late i would think about traffic <laughs> so they, these are the double standards which most of us yeah. have although in your case you actually get late all the time <laughs> but i'm just giving you uh, giving you an example yeah. so the fundamental att- attribution is like you you get up mm-hmm. and you point fingers at others instead of looking at the mirror right so stop having those double standards ask yourself have some empathy ask yourself that you know maybe this person was late because of traffic because of xyz reason maybe this person was getting ready right. or stuff like that right or you know be straight forward with yourself also mm. if you are getting late don't blame it on the tra- uh, traffic say that i am a person who gets late mm. so stop having those double standards and that can help a lot that's amazing my actionable tips are over but i still have three golden rules which i have more tips okay get. you have more tips but i'll talk about my three golden rules yeah. first yeah, which i have started using over the past few months and the first one is Guys, this is a this is more like a lie detector test. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna let you guys know whether it's a lie or true. 
yeah, all please. true. I don't lie. Yes, please. Okay, first is strike when the iron is cold, not when it's hot. It basically means first, like you know. There's no point like talking about something when your emotions are high. I think energies and emotions are something which are very contagious. So when you are feeling your emotions so deeply, obviously you have the negative energy towards your partner. Rather than if you pick a date and time in the future, those never negative energies are going to like diffuse and eventually going to turn into positive energies. You're going to be kinder and wiser in the way you fight. First pointer is true, and this yeah. is something which you have been doing since years. Yeah. and that i think back in the day that was the only way to deal with me yeah. right i'll discuss that in a second and guys i'm going to discuss strategies for guys who get very angry who lose control over their words and whatever they say same goes same applies for women also right. and guys uh, guys generally have more testosterone so generally they get angrier and but that is no excuse right. to say or do whatever you want to do mm. but there are solutions for that second is fight by mutual consent like i think when we fight with someone it can really affect because it affects your emotions it can affect your work your other relationships like you know how you react with a coworker because because of the fight you had at home so i think it's important to like pick a date and time which suits you both because it shouldn't be affecting your daily chores or an important meeting you have a important business meeting you have it shouldn't be affecting that time Third, basically yes third is pick one subject at a time let's not overload or attack a partner with multiple issues okay actually i think there are four golden rules you stole mine last one is yeah. no abuse physical or verbal it's something like we should all stand by this is a great pointer next is you know if i talk about solving your fights whenever you are saying or doing something during the fight mm. in the heat of the moment just ask yourself whether this is increasing the tension or decreasing the tension right we generally literally at that time when we are agitated our mission is to just hurt the partner right and you know that can translate to language issues also and stuff like that also right which is see keep in mind that you can never take back said words yeah even if you apologize apologize with even with your heart them. of course you didn't yes. mean that because i love the person but it can never be taken away like right because you know lot of time, fact of the matter is your partner has gone through a lot of stuff just like yeah. you right and lot of times we end up hitting the pointer where we know it hurts because we know yeah. our partner so well yeah. which is a fucked up thing to do right right so understand that there are certain lines which should never be crossed right. and these lines are different for everybody yeah right i know in your case that you know there are certain lines which i can never cross so you know i never even enter that territory yeah because i know that can do a that can do a damage to you or the relationship or you know anything which which would be irreparable yeah i appreciate that right so that is what so you know under, understand what lines not to cross next is empathy listen to understand mm. not to reply right so lot of times while fighting we are like we start acting like lawyers we are just yeah. listening for our next argument yeah, to give so our next true. argument so you know yeah. listen have be an active listener mm. and that can change the game next is one step at a time and next is look for the third solution mm. third story Yeah. That means essentially, that's your story. This is my story. The answer is in the gray area, somewhere in the, the mid middle. Uh, find yeah. a somewhere in the middle. Find a middle ground. Mm. And most answers of life are in the gray area. The day we start applying this, this changes the game. Life is not black and white. It is gray, just like your background right now. <laughs> <laughs> Next is uh, have a toolkit. Mm. What do I mean to say? 
if you have a hammer everything would look like a nail right if we link it with people who get angry if anger is the only way you know you'll end up getting angry right if abuse is the only way to know you'll keep on abusing your partner right so have a toolkit just don't think about the hammer hammer is important anger might have its place somewhere but if you just know how to get angry you you would end up you would in most cases if you don't have control over your words and anger you would end up in worse places than the starting point of the fight because the the pur- actual purpose of the conflict is to find a resolution and to make things better right. but anger and lack of lack of control over language can you know mess things up right so keep that in mind and the toolkit has number 1 xyz already discussed next is stonewalling yeah if i'm angry right now i know that you know this can escalate to something worse i don't have control over my anger i would stonewall that means i won't reply if we are with each other mm. maybe i'll just i'll just go from that place it might seem stupid in that moment but it's much better than exploding and saying shit which you don't mean Right. to hurt your partner. Right. So stonewalling is a great strategy, but don't stonewall permanently that you know yeah. I don't uh, you're not talking like at all for days and weeks, yeah. right? Stonewall for for at least next 2 to 3 days and whenever your anger gets better, have the discussion. Right. Right, that would change the game. Next is talking about active listening mirror what your partner said, right? Mm. A lot of times step number 1 to solve issues especially when you have goofed up is to make sure that your partner is feeling heard. So yeah. mirroring is simply I got the strategy from this book called Never Split the Difference by Chris Voss. It's on negotiation. Mirroring is step 1 of negotiation. Mm. Essentially, for example, whatever you are saying, I'll summarize it for you. I'll just pause you that you know, okay, this is what you said and you know, that is step 1 and you'll automatically get neutralized and you'll feel heard. Yeah, right? So right. mirroring is a great strategy. Next is break/timeout. For example, if you guys have been discussing you have been fighting since a while and things are not getting resolved yeah say that you know let's take a break for 30 minutes yeah you know i love you deep down my heart i don't want to i don't want to treat you like this right. i don't want to shout at you let's take a break for a while yeah now a lot of people in the situation what they would do essentially do is literally they would try to agitate the partner mm. i'm trying to take uh, i'm to try, i'm trying to take a break but the partner is like i want to discuss it right, right now right now, now right so be a little yeah. stubborn on that especially if you have lost control over your emotions and your anger and i think that is all Those next some, is next yeah. is have a long term thinking mm. it's true relationships are not made in heaven they are built on earth and they are built by solving conflicts one step at a time yeah give it time don't think all the things would get fixed in one day and give it time and over time you guys will reach a level that you know things would get resolved and again conflicts are great because you won't value good if there's no bad right, right? so think about yin and yang and conflicts are good and but you can make them better by resolving yeah. them and by using the concept of being anti fragile that means whenever anything bad happens you guys improve a system in the relationship forever so that it is not repeated and hope this helps those are some really great actionable tips and lots of them literally yeah thank you for that <laughs> <laughs> these these are essentially this was a toolkit which i have built over time over years because you know earlier all i used to do was whenever i used to get angry i used to literally speak shit mm. my language was fucked up and in the end even if i was a, wasn't at fault 
I had to apologize, right? Yeah. It's not about the apology, yeah. but it was like I used to feel guilty later on that you know I said that I could have been better and stuff like that. So I I was able to improve this. It took me years, guys. Especially for this one, especially for guys, it took me years to get this much of control. But this has like literally changed everything in the relationship. Right. And. And. And is, is there anything else? No, I think we've covered everything. So, guys, that is all for today. Keep on watching Impossible Love. If you have any questions, if you have any other pointers or suggestions suggestions for people like me, please comment below. And see you soon. Bye. Bye.